Testing out a new feature, but not everyone is loving it. And if you've got a frown on your face, you're going to need to turn it upside down, at least if you're near a goat anyway. I'll tell you what a new study said about animals reading humans' emotions. There is also a debate raging on Twitter right now, and the Twitter wor- Twitterverse is divided. Twitter worst sounds like a sausage. <laughs> Like a bratwurst? Yes. Okay, well, I, yeah, it was hard to say. Twitterverse is what I was trying to say. Uh-huh. It's the universe of the Twitter. Sure. They are divided whether or not uh, they agree with, uh, I'll give you a hint. It has something to do with your bed, okay? Okay. So I need to see where you stand and where the podcast listeners stand on this debate. Yes. Okay? Sure. And you'll never believe what parents in New York are now spending money on for their kids. It is ridiculous. And even if I had the money, I don't think I would do this. Education. Wait, no. You would think. (laughs) Education would be the right answer. That would be the good parent answer. Hmm. Uh, No, it it has nothing to do with their education. And if anything, it's probably hurting them in the long run. That is all on the way in this episode. It is episode 112 of the podcast. And guess what time it is, Michael? Um, 9.30. Okay, yeah, it is really late because we were having some technical difficulties. But no, I'm not talking about the actual time. I'm talking about the fact that it is pumpkin spice latte season. It's that time of year. There it is. Pumpkin spice is here. I can't wait to drink. Mm-mm. I can't wait to drink. I go to Starbucks twice a day to get a pumpkin spice latte. They may say it's cray. Mm-hmm. Cray. But I say it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get to brewing. Like with that spice latte season. It's like my life's improving now that I have my sweet frothy pumpkin spice. Oh, my bro host looks so, so happy right now, if you guys could see his face. That was Mr. Cheesy Pop on YouTube. He made that back in 2014, but look, it's still relevant today. Oh, yes. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, Pumpkin Spice Lattes, they debuted extra early this year, and that's actually not the debate that's going on on Twitter. Okay. Because people were divided on that, too. On Facebook, they were just like, seriously, it's already Pumpkin Spice Latte, but it's 95 degrees outside. What's the lady's name? Remember we had this discussion What's the lady's name? No. Now that's in my head. We, we're, she's a really famous actress. And is she, she always, really crazy? She always wins all the awards. She's kind of older now. Mm, Reese Witherspoon? No, what? No, Reese Witherspoon doesn't win any awards. But yes, she does. She what, won an Big Oscar. Little Lies? She's won so many awards. Okay. I digress. What? Yes. No, the really famous lady. That is not specific whatsoever. Uh, Are you talking about Meryl Streep? 
Yes. So I have a oh list. Oh my gosh, I got it on the <laughs> second guess. That's amazing. I have a list of the world's most overrated things. Number mm-hmm. one, pumpkin spice latte. Number two, Meryl Streep. Oh, you shut your mouth when you're talking about Meryl <laughs> Streep and pumpkin spice lattes for nope. that matter. Both she unbelievably is, overrated. Oh my God, you are such a liar. I'm not, no. Do you talk to your mother with that mouth? Yeah, indeed I do. Meryl Streep More than I would like to, all the time. one of God's greatest gifts to this earth. Are you kidding? She is such an amazing actress. I love every single film that she does. And if I met her in real life, I swear to you, I would be starstruck. And that takes a lot because I've met a lot of people, but Meryl Streep, I would just, I would feel like unworthy to be in her presence. If you replaced all of those words, Meryl Streep, with pumpkin spice latte, that's exactly how people talk about them. (laughs) It is. If I could meet a pumpkin spice latte, I would be starstruck. Every time it's brewed, it's so beautiful. It's, no. It's not that good. It's not that good. Okay, I can can agree with you that pumpkin spice latte- (laughs) People just are obsessed with it, and so now everyone is like, oh, yeah, it's delicious. No, we all know they don't taste very good. Okay, I actually- I like it. I do like the taste. I just had no this chance. conversation with somebody at school. Because is it better than a traditional coffee? Yes. What? Yes, because no. the pumpkin flavor and the spice. I understand I mean, that. if we're getting technical. Okay. Those two things are not in my everyday boring-ass coffee. I can only do a skinny vanilla latte for so many months, okay? And then the three months out of the year, when I get to change it up a little bit, I get excited and I get... My pumpkin spice latte. No. Every time I drink a pumpkin With spice latte, I think this is why I never order them because they are so bad. Really? That They're is terrible. the exact opposite reaction I had because, of course, the very first day pumpkin spice latte came out, so many people took their little Starbucks selfies and a lot of people direct messaged them to me. This is why it's popular. And yeah, you're right. because Pumpkin when- spice lattes are like the Kardashians. Why does everyone like them? <laughs> Nobody knows. They just do because it's Okay, well, I can't answer the Kardashian thing, but (laughs) the pumpkin spice latte thing, I can because every, I will say it was kind of a domino effect because people kept sending them to me and the more people sent them to me and the more I saw them in my feed, this is going to sound super basic, the more I wanted one. I was just like, you know what? I was going to wait until it was a little chilly out. I mean, we live in Florida, so it's going to be a a couple months, Mm -hmm. a few more months. And I was picturing just waiting till I could wear a scarf and go get my pumpkin spice latte. But since I don't know when that's going to happen, and I got so many direct messages, I caved and I went and got one the following day. So I made it exactly 24 hours since they made it available before I got one. Molly went the very first day. It was delicious. It was delicious. Day one and forgot to get it. What? Yep. And now she was embarrassed. <laughs> Taking she her basic bitch card away yeah, from her. It has been said. revoked. She said something like, I'm not even a true, I'm not a true fan. I feel like I'm not a true fan. <laughs> She's not a true basic bitch. She that's forgot. for sure. Yeah. She forgot PSL day. I thought I wasn't that basic. Well, that's a lie. I mean, I know I'm pretty basic, but I didn't think I was that basic that I was going to get it the first day or two that they had it. But I caved, man. I am weak. I rolled up into Target. Did you go there for it? No. Well, I went to Target. Okay. And yeah, another basic thing to that do. That was the first problem. Okay. Because oh, I, they have Starbucks at Target. Yes, exactly. They know. They know their target audience. Okay. <laughs> they know their target target audience. <laughs> they target knows their target. So I strolled up in there mm-hmm. and I was like, damn it, I was already it was like messaging. The marketing messaging was just constantly hitting me because I had just been 
talking to someone at school about it. And then when I was scrolling, I saw it in my feed. Then I was getting messages. And then I roll up and they have this giant display about how the pumpkin spice latte is back. Boom, right in my face in Target. And I was just like, damn you, Starbucks. You got me. Now I want it. Does anyone go to Starbucks to get pumpkin spice lattes that normally doesn't go to Starbucks? Oh, no, I don't think so. I, I feel think like they're just Starbucks, changing their order. Like I, it's always well, people yeah. that go there. Like I don't go to Starbucks to get a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, I would say that the people who are getting them already frequent Starbucks. Mm. You know, like, do people go to Target just to go to the dollar spot? No. But if you go to Target, I'm going to hit up the dollar spot. Yeah, but people, no. Makes okay. sense. Yeah, but that was a bad analogy. This is like Makes Black Friday almost. Like, I don't go shopping at Walmart, but on Black Friday, I'll go hit it up. Right. This is a very rare occasion. Pumpkin spice latte, on the other hand. But people don't do that. Oh, all right. So, so they were already there, and then they just got a bonus. They got a new flavor, just yeah. like the dollar spot at Target. Okay. Do you see my analogy now? It uh, makes no. more sense than you think. Sure. Anyway, people were, of course, weighing in on whether or not they thought it was too soon for the pumpkin spice latte. I myself put a poll up on my Instagram stories, and during the day, it was a bunch of people saying, no, it wasn't too soon. And those are probably the same followers that were DMing me their pictures. Of their okay. pumpkin spice lattes. Yep. So the people who said it's not too, never too soon for PSL, they were in the lead for the whole entire day. And then by the end of the night, when the poll was wrapping up, it was really, really close. Majority of people still said, though, that it was not too soon. And then there were some PSL haters, probably my brother included, that said too soon. Yeah, always too soon. People on Twitter said too soon, too soon. How about after Labor Day? I mean, I would agree after Labor Day, now I can't wear white. I got to get pumpkin spice lattes. You got to wait. You got to wait an extra week. Labor Day's got too many things. So just w- just put it out whenever. It, when, when does it normally come out? Did they change it this year? What's happening? Yeah, they did it even sooner this year. Oh, Last yeah. year, they did it, I believe, after Labor Day, but it was still sooner than the year prior. It just keeps creeping and creeping, like the Christmas creep. We've talked about that before. Yep. It'll start popping up before Halloween, all in CVS and Target and everywhere else. Yeah, I saw Halloween stuff everywhere. I got excited. I know. I was in Bath and Body Works, also very basic of me. And I was smelling, oh gosh, I can't believe I'm going to share this story. This is, honestly, I was embarrassed for myself. Sure. I went into bed ba- or Bath and Body Works. It happens to be located directly next to the Target. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. So I went into Target. Pumpkin spice latte yeah, in hand. Exactly. You know where this is going. So then I go in there, and of course, they have their whole entire false display up. You walk in there, and you feel like you are transported into fall. It is 98 degrees outside, but in Bath and Body Works, it was a fall day. I swear I could hear crunchy leaves under my feet. Okay. It just smelled like fall. Cinnamon, you know those cinnamon brooms that yep. people have in their homes? Yep. That's what it smelled like. It just fireball brooms? Yeah. <laughs> For the alcoholics listening to the podcast, yeah, the fireball brooms. And I knew, I was like, okay, I was just coming here for some wallflowers. I wanted to get some pumpkin or fall scented wallflowers. And I went to go get them. And then the lady came up and saw me smelling all the scents. And she was like, oh my gosh, girl, you got to try the toasted coconut pumpkin spice. It is amazing. Which did not disappoint. You're welcome, Michael. That's what your soap is on your counter. Yeah, I literally washed my hands with that soap. And didn't you smell them? And then I washed my hands with the other soap. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Well, then give it back. Molly enjoyed it. She washed her hands with it and loved it. 
Oh my gosh. Well, you're not going to have two soaps on the counter. Oh, one for pumpkin soaps. haters and one for non-pumpkin haters. Yes. One for adults and one for... <laughs> that is so rude. That's the last time it I buy so, you any smelly things. It is so strong. It's not like... like You can wash your hands amazing. with it, mm-hmm. and then when you walk down the street, you smell like it. Yeah. I felt like I didn't even need to put any perfume on this morning, because right. I would just wash my hands with it, and I was like, hmm, I feel like this is enough scent for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, the girl was totally into it too that worked there and she was smelling them with me and saying, oh, you've got to try this one. So the toasted pumpkin one, she sold me on that was really good. And then of course, I was already getting some soaps and she goes, oh, well, you know, it's five for $27 or whatever, which is how my bro host ended up with a pumpkin spice uh, soap. Yep. The toasted coconut one. And she said that, yeah, it's really bad. And she works there and she's constantly buying stuff. And while we were talking, she goes, just out of curiosity, because it wasn't labeled. She just she just gambled on guessing. She just pinpointed me right away. She goes, just out of curiosity, is that a pumpkin spice latte that you're drinking? Oh, my God. And I wanted so badly to just say no, but I'm not a liar. So I said, yeah. And she was just like, wow, okay. <laughs> and I go, yeah, uh, I know. I'm bas- This is the most basic day ever of my life, and oh, it just got boy. more basic because you called me out on it. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah. So anyway, the pumpkin spice uh, latte is back and you can get it at all of your Starbucks or you can just not if you're not a pumpkin spice latte fan. But I wanted to not be. I wanted to be over the fad. I really did. But then when I got it at Target, I'm not going to lie. That first sip, which I like it hot more than I like it iced. That first sip, I was like, oh. I miss that. I love pumpkin spice. Maybe I need to try it. Mm. Maybe I need to try to iced. Maybe that's my problem. See, I like it hot. No, it's too damn. No. Coffee goes with the temperature outside. I agree. I will not drink a hot coffee until I'm freezing my ass off. I agree. But Target was cold. I'm always cold in stores. And I was feeling like this fake, this faux fall mood yeah. with all the fall displays everywhere. And yep. I wanted my pumpkin spice latte to be hot. It was right. so freaking good. Sure. Um, if you want more pumpkin spice latte, be sure to follow at the real PSL on Twitter. It is a verified account. It's run by Starbucks and they give all of the updates when they're doing buy one, get ones. They had a buy one, get one today. So you could pick one up for you and then one for your bestie or your coworker. Or just one for you later. Spread a little PSL love. Uh, it is the official Twitter for Fall's official beverage is what the title says on their Twitter page. They also held a poll. They said, what name should go on the first official pumpkin spice latte of the season? Because you know how they write on Starbucks like PSL, yeah, which they didn't on mine. That girl just the most basic. And so they had a poll, and they said, "What should the name be?" Here are the choices, and I want to see what you would vote for. I already know what won. So the first choice was Little Spooky. The next one was Gordy, as in a pumpkin. Gord, Gordy. Then the third one was Fall Leisha, and then the last one was Jeff. What? What is Jeff? Exactly. What do you think won? I'm assuming Jeff. No, it wasn't oh. Jeff. Jeff was close. Jeff got third place. Okay. Uh, followed or second place was Lil Spooky with 33%. And then taking the cake, 35% was Fallisha. At least that's the best choice. That Damn, is Starbucks the best choice. Twitter is lame. Before you even started talking about it, I was like, this is, I bet you it is like the most lame Twitter handle to follow. What? The real PSL yes. or the other one? 
Both of them. Doesn't matter. Starbucks <laughs> in general. Well, that one was on Starbucks page. I love reading all of the messages in the thread, too. Most people, obviously, because they're following Starbucks, were excited about it. Yeah. Someone said, Starbucks starts selling pumpkin spice lattes today. That's it. Summer's over. Put away your bathing suits and sunscreen and start giving me hay rides, horror movies, and freshly picked apples. It's fall. Another person, JoJo Talks Too Much, said, Welcome back to the true lord of autumn. Pumpkin spice. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. We gotta it. we've gotta move on. I'm over it too. Okay. Kids are now hiring personal stylists for back to school shopping. Oh, I feel okay. like I should correct this by saying rich kids' parents are hiring personal stylists for their kids. Mona Sharoff is a stylist in New York City. She's also a personal shopper who just got a whole write-up in the New York Post. I read the whole thing. After she got hired by numerous parents to go back to school shopping with their kids because they had had it. They were sick of their little bratty kids yeah. not wanting to wear the items that they picked out for them. Mm. They got sick of lugging them around to various stores. Sure. So now they're hiring personal shoppers, which P.S. I had to look it up. The personal shopper, or at least she, she makes $200 per hour. Okay, so. And this is a full day that they're spending shopping at tons of different stores in New York City. Yeah, back in my day, that person was called a babysitter. Did our babysitter ever take us shopping? I don't think so. Parents are sick of dealing with their nonsense, having to go shopping with these kids forever. Send a babysitter to do it. I agree with you. That's the smarter way. Hey, babysitter, go take them to go school shopping, and here's a couple hundred dollars. Here's the budget. Ooh, can you trust babysitters with a couple hundred dollars? I guess you're rich, it doesn't matter. Probably tipping that anyway. Yes, you can trust your babies. I mean, you're if it's a returning babysitter, yeah, that you've used several times. If you, yeah, I guess I used so. to be a nanny, and they would trust me with everything. I mean, I had a car that I got to drive, and they would just give me money for pizza and movies and whatever else. I mean, I would always give them the change. I was an honest person. I can't speak for all babysitters, but sure. you could. I would have loved taking the kids shopping. That would exactly. have been fun. Save a bunch of money. I think that's actually a better idea. Yeah. Unless your babysitter has jacked up style, in which case I wouldn't want them dressing my kids. You Do know what I mean? Rich people hire babysitters with bad style. Like it's not some emo Ooh, chick walking in all black. That is such a good point because I bet they care too much what their babysitters look like. They probably hire on the clothing choices alone. You are so right. They probably do. That's terrible, but it's probably true. Yeah, probably. And that would be a hell of a lot cheaper than $200 per hour for them to be taking these kids all around. Plus, what do you, you're going to hire a stylist to dress a child? Yes, Michael. Oh my gosh, it gets worse. No, the stylist is going to make the kid look like an adult, like a stylish adult. No, kids don't want that stylist, shit. Kids want fanny packs right no, now. That's what's in. No <laughs> stylist can be like, hey, kid, put on this black fanny pack. Actually, they want Yeezys, according oh, to the New York Post. Right. So, Ye- are that still a thing? Yes, Yeezys are a thing. And the that's- new, the newest version of Yeezys look like something that a grandfather would wear with tennis balls on the bottom of his walker. They're maybe the oh, ugliest yeah. shoes I've ever seen in my life. The new ones, okay. So I guess these are the, the old older ones style. are dope that everyone still wears. I didn't know that was still a thing though. But the new ones, yikes! They look like like men's kids. <laughs> they do look like grandpa shoes. Yeah, for sure. But the ones that the kids want, I guess, ages 10 to 17 are Uh how old the kids that she's working with 
are. Sure. And they like the Yeezys. There was even some photos of the kids that she styled. And they're not dressed like adults. One one of the parents actually hired her saying, quote, my son dress is too old. And then they showed a picture of little Flynn. Oh, my God. It's the cutest thing. This little boy is dressed in a full, like, five-button suit playa. Like, he's got yeah. loafers on okay. and everything. It's- None of this surprises me. You're hiring a $200 a freaking hour Stylist to dress your kid. I imagine your kid looks like he just got off a yacht. Oh my God. He looked, no, not even. He looks like, Flynn looks like he's going to meet his divorce lawyer to decide (laughs) who gets the yacht. That's what Flynn looks like. Right. And they interviewed, the New York Post interviewed some other stylists in the city. And one of them has a client that is three years old. Is that not mind blowing? Three, a three year old. That, people are just, give and it to she, me. Give the money to me. She makes $350 an hour and requires a minimum of three hours. She said that they take, she takes the kids to Lester's, Bl- oh, Blooming, Bloomies. I didn't even know that. I'm not even rich enough to know. I'm not even, I don't have enough money to uh, know that Bloomingdale's. I had a Bloomie, I was at Outback. <laughs> exactly. That's the one we can afford. <laughs> okay. So Bloomingdale's, I guess, is Bloomies. Lester's, Bloomies, and Barney's. That is where she said the top picks for children are. Really? Have you heard of Target? Because yeah. I bet they have some outfits for your kids. You ever heard of TJ Maxx, kids second? Boom. Kids section, clearance. Maxinista, teach uh-huh. them young. Yeah, three years old. She said that the three-year-old client had to be prepped for interviews at preschools, a process that also involves thousands of dollars of coaching. So they have to hire this personality coach for the kids oh my gosh your kids suck that bad you have to hire a coach yeah, i don't like these kids gosh they sound awful they sound like they're gonna be super nice and fun when they grow up yeah they're gonna Not. drink a lot of pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> uh the mom says quote we need to look the part the school interview process in manhattan is incredibly competitive it's not insane to work with a stylist really because i think that shit is cray that's yes. what i think Mm, I agree. Oh my gosh. They started pricing out this kid's outfit. $300 Gucci sneakers, $800, $800 Montclair jackets, and then a thousand dollar YSL and Prada backpacks. That's what these kids would go back to school with. I don't even know people store war Gucci except for rappers. Oh yeah. I would rock a Gucci bag if I could afford it. Hell yes, I would. Yes. Oh, I I don't know anything about Gucci except for there's a green and red stripe. And that's all I know. Okay, what I know about Gucci is a lot more than that, but okay. I also know that there's this other thing going on right now with all the little youngins, and they like to say Gucci Gang, and it is so fucking annoying. Yeah, because there's a song that literally is called Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci Gang, Gucci and Gucci that's Gucci all Gucci they Gucci say. Gang, Gucci Gucci. I know. So uh-huh. they and <laughs> I feel so stupid at school sometimes because someone will say something to me and then I'll respond and they'll be like, "Oh, that's Gucci," and oh, I'm yeah, like, "That's a thing too." What? Oh, that's. Gucci. And then I found out that that means, "Oh, like that's cool." Yep. Good job. And then I felt really, really old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) An adorable golden doodle named Bentley is happy to be reunited with his family in Colorado this week. This is a sad story, but with a happy ending. So bear with me. The dog was thrown from a Jeep that crashed three weeks ago, and he's been missing ever since. Think about how traumatic that would be. You get in a car accident as a dog, get thrown from the car. So they didn't even know if the dog got injured and then ran off and died. They didn't know what happened to the dog. The accident occurred on August 7th, and unfortunately, the driver of the vehicle, Jennifer Orr, was dead because of the accident, and her grown daughter, Samantha Orr, was injured but is okay. 
Bentley, however, the dog, was nowhere to be found at the site of the crash. And so they started reaching out to people in the area. They were on vacation. They're from Kansas, but they were in Colorado visiting. So a bunch of people in Colorado, which I thought was just great, started a Facebook group and said, if you see this dog, share a tip of where you last saw him and spread out these flyers. So they did just that. And thankfully, just a few days ago, somebody spotted Bentley in a hilly area near the crash site. So Samantha, the daughter, she was able to fly back to Kansas, I mean, to Colorado. And she went with a group of friends there all around the crash site and they were able to locate the dog. What are the chances that the dog was still there? How about the dog being alive? Well, that too. So Samantha said that, quote, I got close to him, laid down, unpacked some items to eat and a new toy that I purchased with him. He was traumatized, basically. He was Uh, still in shock from the accident. Eventually, Bentley got closer to Samantha and she was able to scoop him up. She posted the whole entire heart-wrenching reunion video up on Facebook. It was just so sweet. So although obviously she lost her mother and she's, you know, reeling from everything that happened at the accident, thankfully, because of the amazing people in Colorado that were able to give her tips, she was able to go back and find her dog. So at least she got something back after this tragic event. And thankfully he's alive. She said he was malnourished, but I mean, he got some food and he's doing okay. Yeah, that is... That's crazy. How do, I don't understand, understand how the dog survives. I don't know. anyone survived that It's a miracle. Stuff? But just think about how awful she's feeling in this moment, and you want nothing more than to have some sort of companionship, and usually you lean on your dogs and your friends and loved ones and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like, oh, my God, not only did I lose my mother, I lost my dog. So to just get her dog back, I think, is a miracle, and it's amazing, and I'm just so happy that they were able to locate the dog. Yeah. All right, so moving on to something unrelated, we've all probably seen the areas on Facebook and Instagram that give us those suggestions of who to follow. Yes, I hate them. Yeah, I don't like them either. They always suggest my ex-boyfriend, and I'm just like, dude, it's been eight years. I don't want to follow him, so stop giving me that suggestion. Uh Okay, you've suggested it for eight years. Move on, Facebook. Yep, time to move. Yeah, Well, now Twitter is testing something a little bit different. The social media site is testing a feature that suggests people that you should unfollow. Twitter said, quote, we know that people want a relevant Twitter timeline. One way to do this is by unfollowing people that they don't engage with regularly. We ran an incredibly limited test to surface accounts that people were not engaging with to check if they'd like to unfollow them. Well, people started taking screenshots of the test prompts And they weren't exactly happy with them because they were telling them to unfollow family members and friends Uh. and everybody that they just haven't interacted with lately. Yeah. Could you imagine if it's all suggested to unfollow Michael Glazer? (laughs) Well, he hasn't been that active on Twitter, so guess I'm going to unfollow. That's not the people that you unfollow. It should suggest all of the people that are overly active. And it's like, this person posts 100 times a day. They are blowing your would feet you up. Would you like to unfollow them? Oh, indeed I would. <gasps> yes. Or they should have some sort of way to detect what the photos are that people post. And they're like, hey, we noticed that you haven't liked this person's baby <laughs> photo, despite the fact that they post six every single day. Yep. We suggest you unfollow. Mm. I'd be like, damn. 
you good. nailed that. Yeah. Good job. This good algorithm, suggestion. this algorithm is really working. Uh-huh. You can follow idle people. That's dumb. It's not real. Exactly. Those are the people you forget about. Right. It's like when I get bored at night and I go on my Instagram and start unfollowing accounts. Yeah. You do that? That's a thing? I don't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I do it because I have 800 people I'm following and I'm not particularly happy with the stuff that's showing in my feed. It honestly just makes me feel bad about myself. So now I'm going in and I'm deleting all of these accounts that are just too perfect and fake and I'm sick of seeing their stories and life is perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't deal with it anymore. So I started removing all of these accounts, but I still have 800 freaking people and I know I'm not seeing their content. So I've got to go through, I'm going to whittle it down more and find those people that just aren't inactive anymore. I started, I unfollowed a couple that hadn't posted since 2016 or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they deserve to be unfollowed then. So, yes. But they weren't suggestions. I just went in there and I'm trying to, I'm trying to just make my feed more realistic and happier. And when I go on, I want to see my friends' content and people that make me feel good. Not people who are like traveling 24-7 to Greece. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm just heading into class. Yep. You know what I mean? I do. I, I stopped following. So, you know how people... We have a group chat going, and most of the stuff you send are memes that are private accounts, which why do you make your account private if you're a meme Because account? they want to get followers, and you have to follow that. them in order to see the content. But you, why wouldn't, okay, so, okay, I got you. That's that, why. Okay, that makes sense. It's also super annoying. It is um, annoying. Because I want to see your funny meme, but I also don't want to see your profile ever again in my life. <laughs> So now all my yeah. friends send me the stuff and I say, screenshot and send again. I'm not following any more meme accounts. So I follow like 20 and it's all my feed. So all day long. Memes, 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 memes. Interesting memes. that you say that. And they all post the same damn ones now. So I'm like, okay, I'm over it. I've seen the same one 10 times today. Yeah. Like I get it. I see the same ones a lot too now because of that exact reason that you pointed out. Because Brittany, aka Wet Wet, she's co-hosted the podcast a couple of times. She sends me all of these pages. And I mean, they will have the most ridiculous names. It'll be like Dick for Gays or something <laughs> that she sends me. And I can't see it. And I d- I'm curious as to what it is she's sending me, but I can't see it. So I tell her I can't see it. And she goes, obviously, follow the account. And she yep. she almost gets annoyed that I tell her that I can't see it. That's what everyone does. They're like, just follow the damn account. And I'm like, nope. So I, that's why I started telling people, screenshot it. I'm not following meme accounts anymore. Okay, so I followed this account. Actually, I think it was Drinks Drinks for Gays. Sure. Anyway, it's it's a hysterical account. There's a lot of grinder jokes, though, that don't really pertain to me. Right, yeah. You know, but they do have some good stuff. Anyway, she gets annoyed when I don't follow the accounts that she sends me these memes from all the time. And then yesterday, I got a screenshot and a text message from Erica, my friend Erica. She sent it to me, and it was just her Instagram feed of all of these, I think it was basic bitches or something. Yep. And it, there were about five of them in her DM on Instagram. And they said she couldn't see any of them because it was a private account and they mm-hmm. were all from me. And she sent me a screenshot of it and she goes, well, I guess I have no choice but to follow <laughs> these people now. And I wrote her back and I said, yeah, and you're welcome. Nope. Not for me. I am done doing it. I, I, just, I cave. If there's several and I feel like I'm missing out, if there's several from that same account, I'm like, okay, I should follow this account. Obviously, they're funny. Yeah, maybe. I saw one the other day that someone sent me and it was their handle was white guy humor. Mm-hmm. And it made me just want to follow it just because of the handle. Like, and I how like was it? Just, was it good? I didn't follow it. 
What? Nope. I explained to him Dang, the same stingy situation. Stingy with the follow. I told him. Okay. I told him. I said I'm not following any more additional meme accounts. Although this one <laughs> has me very interested in what the hell it is, because uh, it's probably just the most ridiculous things posted on that one. Like just the most random oh, white guy, basic. Absolutely. Absolute. Just yeah. Oh my gosh, Brian looks at all of those meme pages, and mm-hmm. he there he found a meme page that's solely dedicated to Toto by Africa. <laughs> and it's actually really, oh, yeah. it's actually really funny because every single meme is somehow related yep. to the song Toto. It's great. Or Africa by yeah. Toto. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Messed that up. Adulting is hard. Like figuring out what you're going to eat for dinner every day. It can be so time consuming and tedious. But HelloFresh is making dinner time a lot easier. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes right to your door. It's like having your own personal assistant. It's awesome. There are three plans to choose from. They've got the veggie, the family, and the classic. I do the classic one and love it. Each meal takes around 30 minutes, and they have all the ingredients pre-measured and packaged for you. So you're not confused with all of the ingredients and what goes with what. It's all spelled out right there for you. With HelloFresh, you can get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping. HelloFresh has been sweet enough to hook up our podcast listeners too. For a limited time, you can get $60 off HelloFresh. That's $20 off your first three boxes just by visiting HelloFresh.com slash MelanieM60. Enter the promo code MelanieM60. Again, for a limited time, $60 off HelloFresh, $20 off your first three boxes. HelloFresh.com slash MelanieM60 and enter the promo code MelanieM60. There is a Twitter debate going on, and it's all about how you prefer to sleep. Do you like sleeping with fluffy pillows or the flatter pillows? It all started when this girl tweeted, every man I know sleeps with flat pillows. Fucking weirdos. Where are the fluffy pillow men? Yeah. It went viral on Twitter. People were freaking out and weighing in on flat versus fluffy. And I went through so many of the responses Mm -hmm. and the world is seriously divided, but more of them that I read lean towards, wait, I want you to guess. Do you think more people preferred fluffy pillows or flat pillows? Fluffy. No, more people. I mean, it wasn't a poll. I was just going through and there were thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets, but the ones that I read, majority of them wanted a flat pillow. I don't want either one of those options. Oh, really? What kind of pillow do you want? Uh, memory foam. Memory foam. That's what I have. I don't have. want a flat. Flat pillows are terrible because then you need two of them and then they stack up to make one normal pillow. Oh my gosh, that's what somebody said. Josh Ivy said three flat pillows equals one fluffy pillow. Yeah, but I also don't <laughs> want a fluffy pillow because then as soon as you put your head around it, it's like putting on like earmuffs. It just poofs around your head. And you just fall into a hole of a pillow. Oh my gosh. Imani Ansansa on Twitter said, nah, I'll take them flat pillows. You lay your head in them fluffy joints and the side of the pillow be all up in your ears. <laughs> flat pillow gang. Whoa. Michael, you are nailing all of these people's thoughts and tweets. You're welcome, America. I'm America's voice. Is basically <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's the takeaway. Yes. So the compromise <laughs> of flat pillow, don't want that. Fluffy mm-hmm. pillow. Don't want that. Is memory foam. Memory foam. You lay your head on it, your head sinks into it a little bit, and it doesn't earmuff you. I'm with you. I do a memory foam. Yep. And mine is even curved 
Brian got me into this because I started seeing the chiropractor because my yep. back's been hurting. It's sure. this whole other story, but I have scoliosis in my back. My spine is messed up. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I need to do in order to help fix it is sleep with this memory foam pillow, but it's got a curve in it. And for the first, I'm not even kidding, the week, first week, I was so annoyed with it. I mean, I threw it off the bed and ended up just <laughs> sleeping with my head on the mattress. Yeah. So many nights I got annoyed. And Brian is like, just stick with it. You'll get used to it. Because I used to be a fluffy joint kind of girl, but mm-hmm. then my pillows just got flat by default. I mean, it wasn't a choice. It's yep. just I needed to replace them and they got flat. So then I just started kind of stacking them. Mm-hmm. But now I am solely using this little wavy looking memory foam thing. Yep. And I'm not going to lie. I feel pretty good. <laughs> and I'm getting a good night's sleep. Yeah, and I don't feel like I'm tossing and turning and messing with my pillows all night either. I used to have super fluffy pillows. I thought they were so comfortable. Mm-hmm, then I me started too. the memory foam thing. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now when I try to sleep on a normal person pillow, I'm like, what is this nonsense? So many good tweets though. Deadbeat Wine Dad said, I literally do not fucking trust people who sleep with like one flat pillow. Like what the F? Where is your neck support? Your comfort? Also, people who can sleep without a blanket, what? Bitch, you live like this? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, Ryan Paulson said, fluffy pillow man right here. And he even put a little emoji with his hand raised. Mm-hmm. Straight up, if you try to host me for a night and break out paper thin pillows, just know we are not friends any longer. The only use flat pillows oh, have is to be wedged in between the bed and the hel- headboard to fill in the hole there. Uh, so... <laughs> Literally at He's Molly's house mm-hmm. or at Molly's apartment, I have that memory foam pillow and it falls down the crack between the headboards. So I took one of her flat pillows and wedged it. Boom. In. Problem solved. Yep. So now I have a flat pillow wedged in the crack and then the memory foam. Well, if you've got nothing better to do with your time, you can go and read the hysterical responses to this girl's tweet. At Nintendo6664 is her Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. And she finally replied to everyone yesterday saying, Okay, oh, that's a lot of people. Listen up, fools. Well, she just did a, ah. she just replied to her own thing. Sure. Listen up, fools. You don't sleep with your heads and neck tilted at an angle. They squish into that sweet, sweet, fluffy pillow. And it's like someone is gently holding and hugging your head from all sides. So obviously we know she stands with the fluffy pillow gang. And I want to know where you guys stand. So you can tweet me at tweet Melanie M. And you can tweet my bro host at Michael Glazner. And let us know, are you flat pillow, fluffy pillow, or we'll go ahead and throw in the curveball because we are both memory foam pillow people up in here. Yep. But so. don't get it twisted. I'm a Sam's Club memory foam kind of guy. I'm not I'm not oh. just white collar memory foam, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Mine is a, an Amazon deal, exactly. like an Amazon choice situation. Uh-huh. And I didn't even really get it. Brian got it for him, didn't like it. Got a different one for himself, and then was I told him I needed a memory foam one because the chiropractor suggested it, and Brian's like, oh, I have this one. Yeah, Amazon Basics. If it says Amazon Basics, then I'm like, yep, yes, that's for me. That's Thank my jam. You very much. Right there. An artist named Mike Schneider just went viral for getting engaged to a box of wine. Okay. <laughs> It all happened back in February of last year in Portland, Oregon, when Mike realized that uh, he was self-medicating through wine after a breakup. He said he was just drinking wine, and that led him to his next love, which ended up being cheap wine. 
So he decided to grab the empty boxes of all the wine that he has been pounding and make a box of wine boyfriend that he <laughs> obviously named Franz, which is oh. so great. I just love the name. Yep. You can look up an image of this. I'll share it also on my Facebook page. It's His handle is blacksmith, but without the vowels. So B-L-C-K-S-M-T-H. And he has pictures of him with his hashtag box wine boyfriend. You can follow that hashtag as well if you want to see the pictures. At the grocery store, he's now taking this thing. It looks like a robot, but instead of it being metal, it is just boxes of wine. Yikes. So this guy doesn't want to have another boyfriend ever again. He's trying because to make light of a bad situation. One. Yeah, well, you ain't finding one by tro- walking around with a robot made of box wine. Don't you think that he'll find someone that enjoys his type of humor and also enjoys wine? No. No, you just think this is a deal breaker right there. Yeah. I mean, I know for, yeah. Well, how'd you I'm, guys meet? Oh, he was uh, trolling around a red wine robot box. <laughs> And then oh. I was just love at first sight. And they were like, you didn't run? Nope. Oh, yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. No, because then when he starts doing other weird stuff, like making dolls out of your hair. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah. And well, then wind you're chimes like, oh. out of your bones. Turns out the box of wine robot boyfriend was kind of a weird thing. <laughs> well, according to Mike, he said Franz is great. He's better than a regular boyfriend because he's strong. He's a strong, silent type, but also sweet and caring at the same time. He went on to talk about their engagement because they started dating. Now they're now they're engaged, uh-huh. and he posts the engagement photos on his Instagram. Like I said, it's blacksmith without the vowels if you want to go follow him. And he said, I think we were both ready, but hadn't talked about getting married explicitly. The next step is to meet the in-laws. I know already my mom will love him. I don't know about my dad. That's funny. Get it? Because his mom likes wine. Yes. I think it's great. What a weirdo. This would be one of those things where he looks back on in like five years and is like, whew. I think he just has not a, as funny as I thought it he was. He has a good sense of humor. Man. Now they're looking for wedding venues in Portland. He said, ideally, we'd love to have a local venue donate their space, and then we'd have the wedding be a fundraiser for the ACLU. So it'll be for a good cause. All right. Sure. But at the end of the day, he's yeah probably going to be single and married to boxed wine. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, yep. Oh, I love the article that I had found uh, about it said, congratulations to the box and groom. Okay. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, we knew it was only a matter of time before Disneyland caved and Disney World for that matter, because Disneyland is now serving alcohol. I thought they already the did. A- 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 alcohol. No. So Disney World, fun fact, you can get wine and beer at the BR Guest restaurant, but that is the only place, and that was only about a year ago that they introduced that, or two years ago so now. So Epcot is the one for drunks then? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Yes, Epcot yeah. is the adult Disney, if you will, and that's where you can go drinking around the world, which is one of my favorite pastimes. Right, so not to be confused with Disney World. Or land, or whatever. Yeah, well, Disneyland is out in Anaheim, California. Yeah. And they also, just like Disney World, do not serve alcohol because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a very kid-friendly park. They don't want a bunch of drunk people 
running well, around, hopping on this. Space Mountain. The puking. happiest place on earth is definitely serves booze. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. Cannot be Disney World. You guys <laughs> it's are an oxymoron. Yes. Disneyland, though, is now serving alcohol. Well, not now. It is almost serving alcohol because it's going to be at the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Park expansion. Disney made the announcement on the park's blog today saying it'll be the first time the family-oriented park will ever serve alcohol. They described the the area, the bar, they're calling it a local watering hole, and it's going to look just like out of a Star Wars movie. Yep. They said they are going to offer adult libations and concoctions created with exotic ingredients using otherworldly methods served in unique vessels. It's also going to be run by an intriguing alien perpetrator or oh proprietor. Ogagara. Sorry if I'm butchering all of this, Star Wars fans, but Star Wars fans know this. So anyway, they're doing it exactly like it was in the movie, and it's going to be at Disneyland, and it's going to serve booze. So the force is about to get a little more drunk, which I can get behind. Mm -hmm. Uber Air is coming in 2020. Uber announced that Los Angeles and Dallas would be the first American cities for them to test their demo flying taxi system in 2020. Uh, What? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, this isn't for us, Michael. Just let's put that out there. Okay. Okay. Like people, I'm I'm still doing Uber shares and splitting my Ubers with people. People, meanwhile, in 2020, in the future, are going to be ordering flying taxis, basically. The flights are expected to be offered to commercial flyers in 2023. So three years after it debuts. And they offer it to a very limited, I'm sure, very wealthy population in Los Angeles and Dallas. So this is like, uh, this cannot be flying cars. No. So right now, they're little helicopter-looking things. They've already issued a promo. They look like if Apple, like Mac products, had a baby with a helicopter, that's what this thing looks like. It's all white and glass. Very expensive. Yes, very expensive. But they are looking to expand their test demo whatever thing that they're doing overseas. So now they're looking at other cities and they announced, I don't know, 20-some other cities they were looking at. One of which was uh, Sydney, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down on that. In Australia. Yes. Had to work it in there some way. Mm. Uber already announced an advanced technology center that they opened to study and develop flying cars. That is different. That'll come after they do these flying taxis, which look like they're like little helicopters. But then after this, they're going to hopefully expand into flying cars. It's crazy. Well, once someone advanced, you got to invent the flying car first. Well, that's what they have. They have this advanced technology center and it's all backed by Uber. And that is solely what that center is working on. We can't even developing get cars flying to drive cars. themselves. Now we're going to get cars to fly themselves. I know that test pilot didn't work out that well. The driving, the self-driving car hit someone. And And then they took them off the road. Yeah, they probably shouldn't promo this too hard with the whole flying cars thing. Well, think about it. Don't put a date on that. Remember when we watched like Back to the Future? Yes. 1996, we're going to be flying in cars. (laughs) No, we're not. I feel like their slogan should be, well, you can't hit people in the air. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's that. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll be hitting each other soon. A new study reports that goats can detect when a human is happy and smiling. 
The study was recently published in the Open Science Journal and said that goats prefer positive human emotional facial expressions to obviously negative ones. Researchers set goats free to explore a little test area and they gave them black and white photos of human faces. One was smiling and one was angry. And then they posted it at the goat's eye level. And the researchers found that the goats preferred to approach the photo of the smiling face and not the one that was angry. So the results are suggesting that goats, even though they are used for food production and not really companionship, they have the ability to read human facial expressions, which is kind of scary to think about. Yeah. uh, Why? I think it's, I don't think it's scary. I feel like well, it's scary for them because if they're they're just there for food purposes, and the guy's going with them, they're like, uh oh, we know what's going down. He is not happy. Yeah. I so. Don't know if any of this is factual, but I was once told that predators' eyeballs go vertically, their pupils. Oh, birds, you mean? Like predators, birds? Like cats, even. Oh, cats. Okay, yes. Their pupils go up and down in a line. Okay, like Alien, the movie? Like anything. Doesn't matter. But then prey- Or predator. Prey eyeballs go horizontally. Like their pupils are horizontal lines instead of vertical lines. And goats have the horizontal line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I think okay. like frogs too. And also like we're not like sure that. that Michael knows that either. So, <laughs> but could be true. Can't lie on the internet. <laughs> I guess not. Well, goats aren't alone in being able to read humans. Researchers said that dogs and horses have also been able to perceive and differentiate between human emotions. Now that I believe, because my dogs definitely know when I'm upset. If I'm crying or not feeling well, they will not leave my side. It's insane. Because, yeah, puppies. They know. Yeah, they definitely know what's wrong. See, they can sense it too. Goats aren't the only ones with their weird (laughs) eyes. It's not just goats. Which also, I want to just ask the people researching this, like, do we not have other things? I mean, we we still want to have a cure for cancer. Could we maybe just put your goat like fund money mm-hmm. towards something else besides goat research? Yeah, their fund money was uh, about 25 cents at Kinko's and they printed out a couple pics. Oh, I guess I guess it wasn't that expensive. Took it up at the petting zoo. We could do our own with the cat right here. We could just print out two pictures, Toby. Uh-huh. And we'll walk away from both of them. The pod cat, happy or sad? Yeah. <laughs> and in true cat fashion, he will give zero fucks and yeah. just walk away. Hey, bitch, do you think I care? <laughs> Oh, my human's doing stupid things again. Uh Walk away. Coming up in celebrity news, what celebrity just openly admitted that they want to go under the knife to get some liposuction? And if you are loving the podcast and the free content that you get by listening to it each and every week, all that we ask for you to do is to subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. We read each and every one of them, and we so greatly appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media so you can keep up with us when we're not doing the podcast. You can follow my bro host. At Michael Glazner on everything. And you can follow me on Twitter, tweets Melanie M on Facebook, it's official Mel, and then Snapchat and YouTube and Instagram at Melanie Minot. Okay, let's get into some celeb news. Prince Harry, we know that he's obviously a married man now. Obviously. Everyone watched the royal wedding. Sure. But an old crush has just resurfaced, and it's none other than Halle Berry. That's because some photos of him sitting in his dorm room at Eton College from back in 2003, started making their rounds on the internet, and some people noticed in the background behind him was a poster of none other than Halle Berry. So people tweeted it to Halle Berry, and she replied, 
she said, quote, okay, hashtag Prince Harry, I see you. And then she also tagged Missy Elliott. And I was confused by that. I was thinking, why did she tag Missy Elliott? Yeah, what? And then everybody on Twitter was explaining because of the iconic line in Work It, don't I look like a Halle Berry poster? So she tagged (laughs) Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott has yet to reply to the tweet, but it's just funny. Like to know that you were on the wall of the prince. No offense to Missy Elliott, but no, you do not look like a Halle Berry poster. Oh, my God. <laughs> what about now? She's lost a lot of weight. No, Yeah, well, I mean. No one looks like Halle right, Berry. Let's just face the yeah, facts, that's, okay? That's the deal. I put this in for you, Michael, since you are part owner, or you like to say that you're part owner of the Green Bay Packers. Ah, uh, yes, I sure am. Hey, my, uh, my little ownership thing's right behind you on the ground. Oh, yeah, your little certificate. Yeah, it's not hung up in the new house just yet. No, and we are in the new podcast studio. Yes, we are. This is so exciting. Mm-hmm. I forgot to say that last week. This is our yep. second episode from the new podcast studio. Indeed. Anyway, the Green Bay Packers, they just agreed to some new terms with Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. He just signed a four-year, $134 million extension. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Holy hell. Uh-huh. Rodgers also receives a record five or $57.5 million signing bonus and will earn more than $80 million by March. Yeah, so it was that like 80, is freaking real. $80 million guaranteed or something. $80 million guaranteed by March and a $57 million signing bonus. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Is he dating someone these days? What's the status? Yeah, Danica Patrick. Oh, the race car driver, right. Yes. Yeah. She, I met her one time. She was not nice. Really? Isn't mm-hmm. she like four foot zero? Yeah, she's short. Yeah. Not. She's not four foot zero, but she is small. I feel like I'm Aaron small, Rogers, though. I'm five three. So. People were giving him a bunch of flack for it. They were like, dude, you can do better than Danica. I mean. When like Danica has been on the cover of maxim and all that stuff like it's not like danica's some slouch over here okay but do you think dating a gutter i'm just being real (laughs) here do you think that danica patrick would be on the cover of all those magazines if she weren't a race car driver a female race car driver no No, i don't i don't think she i don't look at her and go like oh my god she should be the top 100 hot maxim whatever's yeah probably not but all the guys because she's surrounded by guys okay if george clooney was just a random ass dude that walked by and he was someone's dad you'd be like i'd be like uh, Damn, that's a Dilf. No, you wouldn't. He should be on the cover of Dilf's Weekly. Yeah, helps that he's in a whole bunch of movies. Okay, no, I disagree. That is the worst comparison ever. George Clooney is hot, okay? okay? He could get it younger, older, at any age. He just keeps looking better. It's not fair. Danica Patrick, I mean, I'm not a dude, but I don't, she doesn't really do anything for me besides the fact that she is a female badass. Okay. So- I can't believe you said George Clooney. Well, First, <laughs> you made comments about Meryl Streep and the yep. pumpkin spice latte. Overrated. And now you just crossed the line. You've crossed the George Clooney line. Number three of my world's most overrated list is oh, George Clooney's looks. Unbelievable. He is so hot. He's like smoldering hot. I feel like I know at least 10 people that are better looking than George Clooney. Name them. I'm not going to name them. Exactly, all. because you don't have any. Because George Clooney is as hot as they Freaking come. I think George Clooney looks like, if you were to say, what's a white dude look like on Mars to an alien or something? And they'd be like, this is George Clooney. Uh, I wish every white man looked like George Clooney. I just feel like he's just so generic. He's just a dude. He just looks like someone's dad. He does not. 
God, he is so effing hot. Yeah, whatever. Oh, you guys, send my brother hate tweets. Send him pictures of George Clooney, please. Yes, and, and all your pumpkin spice lattes him, as well. Remind Overrated. him how hot pum, 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 George Clooney is at Michael Glazner. That's G-L-A-Z-E-N-E-R. Yeah, college football season is about to start, so mm, all, the overrated, overrated. all the overrated chants can begin, and they'll start with George Clooney. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Cardi B, she's considering liposuction following the birth of her first child. She said it on Instagram Live. She said, quote, I still got like a lot of love handles right here. They're not much, but it's like, you know, I used to, I'm used to having like a real tight stomach. So this extra skin is like, where the fuck did this come from? She said that she, quote, I might just get a little lipo because I mean, I feel like I can work out and my stomach will go back to how it used to be, but I really don't have time to go work out. I, well, she, that's, that's what she why said. liposuction was invented. She said, I never stepped foot in a gym. I just love Cardi B for that reason. That's why I follow her on Instagram because I just love the realness and the honesty She's like, you know what? I feel like if I work out, it could go back to normal, but I don't like have time to work out. So I'm just going to go get liposuction. At least she's honest. Well, she knew she was going to get called out for it anyway. I know. One day she has extra skin, quote unquote, and the next day she's all ripped up. People are like, "Uh, what happened here? And she'll go, "Uh, that's that liposuction. Yeah. There you go. So that's why she got out in front of it. Oh my gosh. I I mean, I'm all for it. Go for it, girl. If that's going to make you happy. And I just love how transparent, like you said, she is. But I also feel like she should give herself some time to breathe and recuperate for a hot second. She just gave birth to culture. I feel like two freaking days ago. I know it's probably been like a month. Yeah. Culture Kiari Cephas. What? Yes. Culture Kiari Cephas. Culture. Cephas? Mm-hmm. That's That's, uh... Offset's last name. Cephas. Offset Cephas. Yep. Mm. Well, I don't think Offset's his God, his no. legal name. Sure. Don't they say God given name? What is it? Yeah, your God given name. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know. I don't know if he gave you the name, but uh, Cardi. Do you think God gave culture? Culture, culture, Kiari. Seems unlikely. Maybe a little bit of weed gave him that name. Cardi B also wants at least three hundred thousand dollars for her first appearance postpartum. So we'll see. If anyone shells out that kind of dough, but that's a lot of money. Did over a quarter million dollars. Jeez. Did Offset just get in some sort of accident or something happen? Oh, I don't know. I typed in Offset's real name and it came came up Kiari Kendrel Cephas. And the image is him in a neck brace in a hospital. Oh, damn. Is he okay? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find. That's what I'm asking you about. Okay, so it's a car crash back in May. So he's fully recovered. Good to go. Okay. And that's why he thanks God every day. And that's why you can <laughs> that's why you cannot trust the internet either. Well, yeah, I don't why would why on earth would you have that as the stock photo on Google? What? That's like his IMDB image, basically. I, I, what is Offset's real name? That image it said his real name and then that The picture of him in a neck photo. brace. Yes. With okay. blood in his mouth and come, all that. Oh gosh, come on, Google. Yeah, step your game up. All right, it is time for the heart happy story. This one was so good. This six-year-old named Caitlin Lunt, she was helping her brother do some chores in the kitchen and her mom had bribed her saying, listen, if you do these extra chores, I will buy you this purple Barbie Dreamtopia Rainbow Cove fairy doll. She's been wanting it for months, according to her mother, Catherine. Mm-hmm. 
So finally she did the chores and then she watched as her mother, I just love this. She's six years old and she's like, mm-hmm, I'm going to make sure you order this doll. So she was behind her mom and watched her order the doll from the family computer. Sure. From their home in Utah. The next day, Caitlin asked if she could check the Amazon. She's six years old. She asked if she could check the Amazon shipping status. Uh-huh. Of her Barbie doll. She wanted to know where it is. How freaking smart is Caitlin? So then the mom pulled up the page and then she walked into the other room not thinking anything about it. Chill out. We got Prime. It'll be here in two days. Yeah. Next day you ask where it is. Or Amazon now. Amazon now. By the time you ask where it is, it's already at your door. Mm -hmm. It's unreal. Caitlin saw that the Barbie would be arriving the next afternoon. So look, good mom, good parent. She was getting it primed. But then Caitlin noticed something else. Something that we all notice after we ordered something on Amazon Prime. And that is that little area with suggestions about other Barbie dolls and loads of other Barbie accessories for sale that she might also like. Like the Barbie Dolphin Magic Transforming Mermaid doll or the Barbie Dreamtopia Elephant because she needed it to go with her Dreamtopia Barbie. So Uh, what do you think happened? Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and assume that she does the same thing I do. And you click add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. Oh, that's exactly what she did. She, Caitlin is just like the rest of us. Yep. 15 minutes and a few clicks later, she had ordered more than $350 Ooh, worth nice. of Barbie merchandise off of Amazon. And Caitlin is no dummy. Caitlin selected free two-day shipping on all of them Good and job. then just ran off to play. Yeah. Didn't tell her mom, didn't do anything because she didn't think that she was doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the next day, while checking on another online order, her mother, Catherine, noticed the monumental list of Barbies that were on the way. <laughs> she said she clicked through a page and then another page. There were three pages of orders. She said she was able to cancel two of the Barbie dolls, but it was too late to cancel all of the rest. She told her daughter that as soon as the Barbies arrived, they are going to be returned. She said that her daughter gave her a look, the same look she knows that she knows or she gives when she knows she's in trouble. Yep. So she knew that it was, so she did know that it was wrong, but she thought somehow, how how do you think when the Amazon delivery comes with $350 worth of Barbies that you're going to get away with it? Mm, I don't know. Well, anyway, the Amazon or delivery guy, the UPS guy came to unload a large stack of brown boxes at the curb and they were all full of Barbies. The mom hadn't told the dad yet. And Caitlin's father, Mike, said, what the hell is all of this? I don't think we ordered all of this. And then his wife filled him in and they all were laughing about it because they were planning on just go ahead and returning all of the Barbies. However... Uh, not before Caitlyn's story went viral. Her cousin, Rhea, who's 23, took a photo of Caitlyn with the $350 worth of boxes from Amazon. And she yep. said, my bad little cousin ordered $300 <laughs> worth of toys without my aunt and uncle knowing. This is a picture of how everyone found out. The the story got over 80,000 likes on Facebook. And then people started asking, you know, are, did you? Did you return all of the Barbie dolls? What did you decide to do? And this is what I love, and this is why it's the heart happy story, is that Catherine explained to her daughter, you can't keep all the Barbie dolls. You can keep the one that you earned from doing the chores. So they didn't punish her for doing this. Yeah. Because they explained to her that it's wrong. But then they said, let's take all the other Barbies and donate them to the primary children's hospital so that other kids can enjoy them. Catherine said that at first... 
she was really disappointed. Well, obviously. Caitlin was just like, what? I have to give them all up? This yeah. is so sad. But mm-hmm. then her mom said that once they went to the children's hospital and Caitlin started passing out all of the Barbies to cancer patients and other children that were in the hospital, yep. she said that she totally understood it and she was very, very happy to give up all of the Barbies. Oh, that's good. It was a way that the family was also paying it forward too because Catherine, the mother, shared the fact that in August of 2012, just a few days after Caitlin was born, she she suffered a stroke and a seizure and for a week, she had to be at the primary children's hospital. Oh, man. So they helped her. Mm -hmm. She lost 5% of her brain mass just a couple days after she was born because of the stroke and seizure. And the hospital helped them out. And so in return, they went and donated 320 some dollars worth of Barbies. So just such a good story. Now, as for if she'll be tempted to fill up the online shopping cart again with Barbies, her mom said no, (laughs) firmly. And Caitlin said, my mom said there will be a big consequence if it happens again. So lesson learned and some very happy kids Mm. at the primary Mm. children's hospital over in Utah. I will leave you with that heart happy story. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We love that you listen each and every week. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and everywhere else that you're listening to the podcast. You can follow my bro host on social media. At Michael Glazner on everything. And you can do the same for me on Snapchat and Instagram and YouTube at Melanie Minot. Twitter tweets Melanie M. And Facebook, it's official Mel. Until next week, have a great weekend. We love you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Gossip so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Minot show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye-bye. Mr. Melly Limino Show. Follow her on Instagram. And Melly Limino. Hit her with a beer. And none for Gretchen Wieners.